1: We repel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
2: Oilers Now
0: with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge
2: savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad,
0: Jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place where tonight the Edmonton Oilers take on the Winnipeg Jets. Preseason game number three for the Oilers. Their first at home. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chet, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. In the next half hour, we'll hear from orders forward Leon Drysaddle, and Edmonton native and longtime Red Deer Rebels play-by-play voice Cam Moon. The Rebels in town tomorrow to open up the WHL season and we'll preview the Western Hockey League this year. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Steve Earle and the Dukes Sunday night at the River Cree, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630. We're going to get to some texts from Westlock Ford momentarily. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out the great selection today at WestlockFord.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. So, we can also tell you that guests on our show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Restaurants. Edmonton owned and operated three locations in Edmonton, and now Sherwood Park, Japanese Village, a perfect place to celebrate your special occasion. The owners are going to have a lot of their Top Guns going tonight. Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Newton, Hopkins and Ty, Ratty, Leon, Drysettle with Lucic and Tobias Reeder. An opportunity for Ryan McLeod in between Juju Kaira and Yessa Pogliarvi. Pogliarvi, impressive the other night in Vancouver. It uh, could be Cooper uh, Marodi with Alex Jason and Pontus Aberg. Now, Chieson is one of two PTOs expected to play. Jason Garrison was off the ice very early today as well. Clefbaum and Larson and Nurse and Bouchard both will play. Cam Talbot will start in the goal. So the order is, four, uh, by my count, 14 of the 23 players that will be on their final roster. Uh, in the lineup tonight. Uh, for Winnipeg, none of their top ten scores have made the trip. Eric Comrie, Laurent brossoit that's the goaltending tandem. Josh Morrissey, Jacob Truba, that is a, a pairing for the Jets. They'll both play first rounder. Logan Stanley from 2016 will play with Joe Morrow. Sammy uh, Nike, uh, out of uh, Finland, had a great year last year in the American Hockey League. 16 goals, 54 points in 76 games. Uh, he will dress up front. Adam Lowry with Kopp and uh, Tanev. That's Brandon Tanev and Andrew Kopp. Jack Roslevic uh, f- had a good close the season last year in Winnipeg. Uh, after a real good uh, year in the NHL with the Manitoba Moose. Ross Levesque with Christian Veselin and, and Mason Appleton out of Michigan State University. Seth Griffith, who's now uh, with his fifth NHL franchise. He's already been with Boston, Toronto, Florida, and Buffalo. He'll be with Brendan Lemieux. Yes, that's Claude Lemieux's son and Marco Dano. Former Red Deer Rebel, uh, Michael Spashik with Dennis Everberg, who played parts of two seasons with Colorado. And former Kamloops Blazer, J.C. LaPon, who's been a depth player in the... Jets organization for a number of years. Uh, Ethan Baer, Evan Bouchard, both going to play on the right side tonight for Edmonton, along with Adam Larson. 109 in Edmonton, the Oilers and the Jets. Now, we'll get to Leon Dreisettle momentarily, but just before we do, I want to go back to the text line. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Um... This text comes in from Dirty Mike and the boys out of St. John's, Newfoundland. Bob, the East Coast media is driving me nuts. Did you know that the T, uh, the Tavares, by the way, he's now going with Tavares, the Tavares preseason goal puck is heading to the Hockey Hall of Fame any day now? I need more Oilers now. Quick question, Bob. If Paul Yarvey, Ratty, and Yamamoto all make the team, uh, where do you see them slotted and who would be out? You know what? I don't know if all three can make the team. And I think Paul Yarvey, well... To me, Yamamoto's going to have to crush it to make the team. But he's had a good start, two goals, four points in his first. I'm just trying to figure out how this would work. So if you had Raddy starting the year with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins, and uh, we know that Reader's going to play with Dreisaitl Lucic. Um, McLeod today centering uh, Keira and Paulyarvi, but the Oilers had Strom there to start camp. And then Yamamoto, I guess, you know, you got Cassian on the fourth line as well. So I'm not sure all three of those guys can make the team. Between Ratty, Puliarvi, and Yamamoto. I do know the time is now for Ty Ratty. For Leon Dreisettle, uh, back to back 70 point season, 77 points two years ago, 70 last season. I think there's only eight guys in the league that had 70 plus points two straight years. Uh, Leon Dreisettle caught up with him today before the game. Let's get to that conversation. Leon, it's uh, you know it's it is just a preseason game, but it's uh, your first game of the year. Maybe just the thought on uh, getting back out there and 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 wanting to establish things right from the get-go. And we even
3: saw that a bit in terms of the scrimmage the first couple days uh, with you and your line. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think it's really important. Um, uh, you know, I, I think you can tell that the group is really. Uh, Determined, and, and um, you know everyone wants to do it the right way right off the get-go. Um, and maybe that's something that we didn't do that that well last year. Uh, maybe we took these games a little little light, but um, that's not going to happen again this year. So um, I'm excited to get out there and um, you know try and build uh, some chemistry with my linemates. Uh, speaking
0: of your linemates now, did you have to teach uh, Milan Lucic a little bit of German because Milan told me that he's always had
3: a German guy on his team? He, you know, Seidenberg played on his team and Marco Sturm when he first went to Boston. <laughs> yeah, I know it's seems like he's he always plays with Germans uh, it's pretty funny actually but um, yeah I, I mean you know I think we you know we have the potential to be a very dangerous line um, and I think that um, you know we all bring different attributes to the game and, and so so we kind of have everything on our line so um, you know hopefully we can put that out there tonight no you say you don't it doesn't matter where you play but when you're in this role
0: you you're the driver for that line absolutely and 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 so it, with that comes a responsibility I think, and Milan's got to do what Milan's got to do. But do you feel some ownership
3: in assisting Milan and getting back to where he was for the first half of last year? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think Milan knows best uh, himself that that he's able and that he's capable to get uh, back to playing the way. Um, you know he was and I think everyone knows that too Uh, you know we have no doubt in that Uh, you know everyone has a a down year once in a while I think every player in this league uh, has had one of those so um, you know it's not a big deal Uh, you know obviously as a line like I said we we try and build some chemistry and and be a a really productive line going into the season you had success and look I'm not comparing Taylor Hall to Tobias Reader but Tobias
0: can fly and so can Taylor and he can stretch the ice and you can make plays so is that one of the things you're looking forward to see and, and could Tobias I mean he's sort of had 13 to 16 goals in his career, if he plays with you for
3: three quarters of the year, could he score 20 plus Do you think? Yeah. I think he can, yeah. I think uh, he's a very underrated player. Um, you know, I've known him for a while, and um, you know, I think people uh, give him the, the the stamp of of this grinder that um, you know can skate, but you know, he's much more than that. And I think people are going to recognize that real quick here. That he's a very good player. He's very fast, and and uh, he wins a lot of, a lot of battles. Uh, you know, he, he because he's so fast, you know, he wins a lot of a lot of races to pucks. So so um, I'm very excited to to play with him. I played against Manny Vivaro's growing up as a kid. He was the best player in
0: Western Canada of his age group. He was an unbelievable thinker on the ice offensively, and he had an exceptional power play and swift turn. Movement was one of the keys to his power play. Didn't want players getting stagnated. You guys look like you might go with five left shots on a first unit power play. Is with what Todd and Manny and the group is how is it is it a, a, a really different from what you guys did last year? or what sort of reoccurring themes are being sort of, you know, brought... Because you guys are, like, sometimes it looks like you're in the middle bumper, other times Nuge is there and you're off on the right side, Connor's over on the left side. Just give me a thought on, on sort of
3: how it's how it's looked so far. Uh, yeah, I think it's looked good. I um, mean, obviously we do have four, uh, five uh, left shots, but I don't think that's uh, that's a big issue. I think there's other good p- uh, power plays out there that have that, and, um, you know, I think all the guys that are on the ice are skilled enough to, to play either position, so... We try and get movement in. We try and get back to what we did two years ago. And um, it's not like we're changing uh, a, a whole lot. Uh, it's not like we're, we're inventing the, the power play new. So, um, you know, tonight is a good chance for us to, you know, get a first crack at it and, um, you know, hopefully start off well. All
0: right. That is uh, Leon Dreisettle of the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets tonight. And then uh, Edmonton will actually... Uh, head back to Winnipeg for a preseason game on Sunday. We'll take a quick time out. Uh, we got the Emerson Oil Kings against the Red Deer Rebels tomorrow here at Rogers Place, the start of uh, WHL regular season. And as we do at the start of each regular season and again in the playoffs, we bring Cam Moon aboard. Uh, he's going to join us and we'll talk about the Western Hockey League. It could be a real exciting year. Uh year for the league, given the context of some of the young players that are eligible for the upcoming 2019 NHL Draft. This is Oilers Now.
2: This is Oscar Plefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Shed
0: welcome back everybody 119 in edmonton edmonton in winnipeg tonight uh, here at rogers place tomorrow night it'll be the red deer rebels uh, the uh, home and home against the edmonton oil kings to start the whl season our old old friend uh, well he's he's not actually that old cam moon joins us right now he is a longtime play-by-play voice and communications man for the red deer rebels cam welcome back to the show how you doing
2: Doing very well. Pretty old, though. I, I am.
0: Yeah. It was great seeing you a couple times. We did some terrific events in Red Deer. Uh, the uh, Battle of Alberta for uh, the the... the the children uh, advocacy campaign to, to it was a wonderful event uh, with the sheldon kennedy's group uh, we were down there for two nights in a row and then again last week for that uh, sold out uh, rookie uh, game between the orders rookies and the flames rookies central alberta it's uh, it, I, I know you love it there and there's is it me or is there a way higher preponderance of Oilers fans than there are flames fans
2: well, there, there. I think there's a higher. I don't know that it's a huge margin, but I think it definitely leans Euler way.
0: Well, that's good. That's yeah, a good I, thing. Yeah, I think so. Uh, there you have it. So the Rebels are coming. We'll we'll, we'll go. Uh, we'll drill. We'll drill down on the Rebels first, and then we'll get to some league stuff. But uh, just a, a thought on uh, the the, the game is coming up this weekend and where Redders are at in terms of their team. I mean, Edmonton's. You know they've got five number one picks over a three year run but we're not going to see a couple of these guys for another year um and they've got a number two import draft so you know they're in a bit of a rebuild where are the rebels at right now Brent Sutter
2: well it's kind of the same really it's uh, it's still building towards a few years you know it, it, if you look at this team there's not a 19 year old forward on the roster there's uh, a, a lot of not a lot of 19 year old defensemen either with three 19 year old defensemen on the team and that's it, no 19-year-old goaltenders. So you got three 19-year-olds total, uh, three 20-year-olds, and then, then everybody else is younger. So it's a younger squad. I'm pretty happy to get Alexander Alexiev back from the Washington Capitals yesterday, Dawson Bartow back from the Dallas Stars. So the, the team is, is here now. Uh, everybody's here, so that's going to help a lot. But, yeah, this will be a team that should have a ton of experience on defense, which it does. Uh, Goaltending should be pretty good. Ethan Anders had a really good first year uh, for the Rebels last season. Uh, just a lot of younger guys up front, which may make it difficult to score some nights. We're going to see how that plays out.
0: Uh, Cam Moon joining us from the Red Deer Rebels organization, their longtime play-by-play voice. Cam, um, e- Different look this year in the Eastern Conference because those, you know, there were Moose Jaw, uh, the Regina Pats were hosting the Memorial Cup. Obviously, Manny Viveros and Swift Kern had a heck of a year last year as well, and those teams went for it. And uh, I guess the question I have for you do they have anything left, or are we going to see a, a shift a bit to the Central Division in terms of uh, where the power lies in the Eastern Conference?
2: I, I think theres there'll be more of a, a correction. Uh, last year, there was such a vast difference between the two divisions, and the East was much stronger. I still think Moose Jaw, and I know Moose Jaw went for it, and they had a, a great team last year, eventually lost out to the Swift Current Broncos, who went on to win the WHL Championship. Moose Jaw still has something coming back, so I, I think Moose is going to be okay. Uh, Swift Current was definitely all in and then some, and lost... These are all their top-end guys, so they're in a full rebuild. Uh, Regina brings a little bit back, and I think they'll be okay. But we're going to see the the teams that were near the bottom last year in the east and Prince Albert and Saskatoon. I think they're both going to make real good strides this year and uh, be near the top of that division. I I like that the Central, it it, it went pretty young. I mean, the Oil Kings were a young team last year. So were the Red Deer Rebels. So were the Kootenai Ice they will uh, They will all improve this year Medicine Hat, i think is still going to be a pretty good team, and Lethbridge should be the number one team in the central division, if not in the uh, Eastern Conference. They bring back you know, quite a bit. When you get Jordy Bellarive back, who's a Pittsburgh Penguin uh, prospect, had over 40 goals last year. I mean, he does lead the way. And Dylan Cousins, who's draft eligible this year, is a big part of that team. And Kalen Addison, who's a Pittsburgh Penguin draft pick, he's going to be a big part of it too. Uh, they're going to have uh, are going to have a pretty good team this year, I would think.
0: Uh, you mentioned, uh, is it Alexiev? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yep. Yeah. So uh, Ty Smith and Alexiev were the only two WHL picks to go in the first round last year. TSN's Bob McKenzie puts a list out, and, and he basically talks to scouts from, you know, I think it's over 10 organizations. And on his list to start the year, there are five Western Hockey League players in the top 11. You already mentioned Cousins. He's ranked second. He was here at Rogers Place. Um Kirby Dock for Saskatoon is ranked fifth. He was here at Rogers Place for the Haleka Gretzky Cup. Um, Bowen Byron is ranked, uh, let's see, I think he's ranked six. Did I say Bowen Byron? Yeah, Bowen Byron's yep. ranked sixth from the Vancouver Giants. Peyton Krebs, who was the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft a few years ago by Kootenai, is ranked ninth, according to uh, the list that McKenzie puts out in the Edmonton Oil Kings. Matt Robertson's ranked 11th. And all five of those guys played for uh, Team Canada during that event. Uh, that Canada ultimately, they got a little bit of luck against the U.S., by the way, but they did end up winning. <laughs> they uh, sure did. Yes, they did. But just a thought on how different it is, a uh, feel... You know, and this is the cyclical nature of things, but last year was a tough year for the WHL for top-end prospects, and at least out of the gate, five of the top 11 guys, according to McKenzie's list, are, are Western Hockey League players. Now, I'm going to hazard a guess. All five will go in the top 20. I'm not convinced myself that a couple of those players are going to end up going in the top 11, but uh, it does change the complexion for the league, doesn't it?
2: Oh, yeah, completely. And, everybody, I mean, and by everybody, I mean, NHL scouts all knew going into last year it was going to be... A down season, as far as NHL prospects were concerned in the Western League, and that's just how it goes. That was the luck of the draw, and and by that same token. Everybody would talk, and by everybody, I mean NHL scouts, were talking about it last year that, well, in a year's time, it's going to change considerably, and it will and it has. Those five guys that you mentioned, I all expect to be first-round picks, and you knew it in that 2016 WHL Bantam draft even that that was going to be a good crop. That's what everybody had said at that point, that you know, this should be a pretty good group of, of players coming up with some real top-end talent. And they will will jockey for position over the course of the year. But, yeah, there should be a lot of NHL scouts uh, around WHL rinks this year looking for for first-round picks. And it's nice to see that because I know last year, I think of my time here, that had to be the most sparse of first rounds from the WHL I've ever seen, if not ever for that matter. Yeah, Yeah, so this is is good to see it. Turn back around the way it should be, because uh, those guys are top end, and there there will be a lot of I would think a lot of picks out of the WHL this year.
0: All right, Cam. Just to wrap up, I'm with you with Lethbridge. Uh, I think Peter Anholt's an excellent talent evaluator, and uh, you know Cousins is a very special player. They got a lot of uh, good 18 and 19 year old players on that team. Who do you have out of the uh, out of the West?
2: Spokane Chiefs. They're deep. They uh, they made you know good steps in the right direction uh, last year uh anderson dolan is a real top end guy and he's going to be a big part of it but uh, they've got a deep team and to me out west i like the chiefs best
0: all right uh, hey uh, we'll look forward to seeing you here tomorrow night
2: okay hey brent's good to go for tomorrow
0: It's great to hear. Thanks, Cam.
2: Oh, yeah. Talk to you later.
0: Right. That's Cam Moon, the uh, longtime play-by-play voice. Yes, Brent Sutter will join us on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, Brent, of course, owner, general manager president and uh well he, i'd say he runs uh, red deer he runs the hockey club but uh there are some big hitters in red deer and brent would be the first to admit to that as well all right we're gonna head off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell kurt hill is coming up at 135 he's the general manager of the edmonton oil kings and uh that's what we'll do in rural we'll turn i'll get to some more of your texts as well uh, in uh, the final half hour of our show today